Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. We have a lot to talk about today. You know, the thing is, is there is so much happening in the news uh, that that it's really it's hard to comprehend. And a lot of these stories require very deep analysis to understand them. And we've been doing a lot of deep analysis. But what we really need to do is we need to hit just kind of an overview of some things because there's some really important stuff happening that uh, a lot of people are not aware of. And so I want to kind of hit some random things and move into some, uh, just move through a lot of stuff. Hopefully it'll be a little bit of fun. We'll see. We'll see if anybody wants to watch us. Um, If not, well, then we'll chalk it up as a fail and, you know, go back to deep stuff tomorrow. Um, Before I get too far, though, I'm going to open another show up by reminding you of this. Katie Porter, Democrat pervert from California, uh, who is representing pedophiles and groomers, said this yesterday. On my Twitter feed, you can find this. You found hundreds of allegations of groomer and pedophile. It is alleging that a person is criminal somehow and engaged in criminal acts merely because of, of their identity, um, their sexual orientation, their gender identity. Yep, yep, that's right. Katie Porter, House Rep Democrat from California, uh, has an issue with people who don't like pedophiles and groomers. She thinks it's terrible because, you know, she likes people who want to rape children. Uh, she She's in favor of people who are minor attracted persons and who are otherwise sexually attracted to children. Katie Porter, I'm calling on every Republican in Congress to ask for her ouster. Why is no one asking for her ouster? Uh, gender identity has nothing to do with you being attracted to children and being a pervert. I don't care if you're a boy or a girl or think you're a cow. It has nothing to do with you being attracted to children and calling a pedophile anything but a pedophile or is uh, is garbage. It's not gender identity. And I'm going to be honest. For those of you, and I don't imagine I've got a lot of viewers in the LGBTQ community. I hope so. I don't have any problem with y'all. But uh, if you're in that community, how do you feel about having this woman uh, throw you in with, with pervert child blasters? How does the LGBTQ community feel about being associated with pervert child molesters? So I just wanted to remind you guys of this. It's on my Twitter. Please help me share it. Um, we, we really, uh, we're getting censored hard on Twitter right now. Very, very hard. Um, and uh, that leads me to my next story, which, by the way, uh, we're going to go down to. I'm in good company, right? Um, it's not just me that's being censored on Twitter. Alex Jones. Infowars, right? Now, famously, Alex Jones was uh, let back on Twitter by Elon. It was a big deal. Everybody looked, oh, yay, free speech on Twitter, except for one thing. he They're not only shadow banned, they're outright banned. Infowars is actually being blocked on Twitter, right? Why is that? Same reason I'm being blocked on Twitter. I don't know. They don't want certain things. Elon Musk is doing a great job. But Elon Musk is running into the censorship state, and they don't like it. So uh, Infowars, currently banned on Twitter. Renz, very limited on Twitter. Alex Jones, well, his reach is based on how many people are allowed to hear what he's saying. All right. I want to move into another thing, and we're going back to my Twitter feed on this one. How about the food supply, folks? mRNA in the food supply. 
Okay, so uh, I dug this out a little bit ago. Um, you recall a while back we had this stuff, and General Flynn had reposted where I have uh, this clown. Uh, this little clown. Mr. Chairman, Shannon Cooper tonight representing the uh, Missouri Cattlemen's Association. Right, Missouri I'll Cattlemen. try and speed this up. Uh, I am not a doctor. I have flunked out, been kicked out, or dropped out of every major institution of higher education in the state of Missouri. Let me translate that. Missouri Cattlemen Associations is represented by an idiot. A self-proclaimed idiot. So I just want to be clear here. Uh, this is probably one of the most poorly drafted pieces of legislation I've seen. This okay. So the idiot who is flunked out of everything ever is now claiming that you know the, the legislation is drafted poorly. I mean, he couldn't read enough to get through the, any of the educational institutions he was involved in. But the self-proclaimed idiot is pretty sure that he doesn't like this legislation. Session, any entity that produces—that's my members that sells, that's my members, or distributes a product in this state, that's my members. Okay. With the capacity to infect an individual with a disease or expose an individual to a genetically modified material. This past week when most of you were on spring break in uh, Florida enjoying this. This is the idiot. Now remember, this guy is a self-proclaimed moron. And he's re- representing the Missouri Cattlemen Association. So the self-proclaimed moron who is representing the Missouri Cattlemen Association says this. And I sold a load of cattle. That load of cattle that I sold had been double vaccinated with vaccinations that have this mRNA, which I don't know anything about other than I Googled a while ago. And I bought a load of cattle. And you know what I did the next morning after I brought those calves home? I vaccinated every one of those against bovine respiratory disease. Okay. So this idiot, this idiot, this self-proclaimed moron from Missouri, representing the Missouri Cattlemen Association, uh, injects his cows with things he doesn't, he has no idea what it is. He doesn't know, it's just baby, but he puts that little mRNA in those little buggers and then he sells them to you. And so you're eating uh, mRNA infected poisons in your food supply right now, according to this idiot, the self-proclaimed idiot who doesn't even know what mRNA is, but he doesn't care because Big Pharma told him it's okay. So he's going to jab it into those cows and give you guys your uh, secondary mRNA exposure. You guys can thank the Missouri Cattlemen Association for this and the self-proclaimed idiot who represents them. By the way, this was at a hearing in front of the Missouri House. So this guy, if he's lying, could it could actually potentially be in trouble for breaking the law. So we've got a self-proclaimed moron uh, who's flunked out of everything, doesn't like the, you know, the bills that are being proposed that would limit putting mRNA in food because he's out vaccinating his cows with them, even though he doesn't know what it is. Well, let's fast forward because we did all this. And even though the Missouri Cattlemen Association openly admitted that they're poisoning youth by putting these vaccines into their food, uh, they, uh, it was a conspiracy theory, right? It was conspiracy theory. No one believed that, right? Enter my next Twitter post, right? Let's go to that. That's a link to this video. Let me play this for you. Most folks don't realize our country is only four missed meals away from chaos during a national emergency. These new adjustable glasses are taking okay, the country on, by Rumble. storm. Really, you're going to run tired how many of buying a new pair of glasses? 
Can you give me an example of a food that's a vaccine? You recognize? Yes. Uh, University of California, Riverside has already perfected the ability to put human vaccines into our lettuce right now. Also, toma also tomatoes has the ability to do that also for UC Berkeley. And then uh, Big Tobacco, RJ Reynolds and stuff has perfected the ability to put a human vaccine into in tobacco products. Hear that? Wait, wait, wait. I'm pretty sure that says health committee. Just, and this is, wait, this is conspiracy theory, right? Okay. And is that even legal to do in the state of Tennessee to sell those with a vaccine in them? You recognize? Uh, well, I, I'm not arguing that point. What I'm saying is there is no law deeming those that when you go into a grocery store, you should know as a consumer, this head of lettuce is a head of lettuce. The head of lettuce right next to it could contain a vaccine in it. All we're saying is if it does have the vaccine in it, make sure it's listed as a pharmaceutical so people can get the proper dosage. You recognize? Thank you. Well, my con my question is, is right now, can you walk into a grocery store and there be a head of lettuce for sale that has a vaccine? Well, how the hell would you know, John Ray Clemens? How would you know? And if, if it's it no, is, there's no labeling requirements, how would you know? Pharmaceutical. Pharmaceutical. Are we going to then have Walgreens pharmacists with a refrigerated section? I mean, how's this going to play out? Maybe, I, hey, John Ray Clemens, hey, Democrat moron shill, let me help with this because, frankly, they did a shit job on this in the, in the hearing. But let, let me be real clear. How about you don't put it into the food supply? How about you make that illegal? But if you're going to, how about putting a label on it or don't put it out there? What do you mean? What are we going to do? This idiot, this sellout piece of crap, Democrat from Nashville is over here talking about it like it's a foregone conclusion. It's not a foregone conclusion. Just don't put it in the food supply. How about that? Oh, we can't have that. You're recognized. Thank you. This is more of a consumer protection bill right here is to make sure that if you're going in to buy tomatoes and there's a polio vaccine in there, that you are aware of what you're buying has a polio vaccine. The problem you have is if it's not treated as a pharmaceutical, <clears throat> being the size and difference between you and me, how many tomatoes do I have to eat to get the proper dosage versus how many tomatoes that you have to eat? And if you eat too many, do you get a, a overdose? If you eat too less, like we had in the cattle industry with aramycin, we weren't dosing our cattle properly and the horn flies were developing an immunity to it. If we don't have the proper dosage of a vaccine, it could lead to the efficacy of that drug not, not, not work anymore. Talk to me about the lettuce bill for a second. Yeah, what about it, Doctor? Where did this threat come from? Uh, came from a constituent who moved from California, who was uh, tied to UC Berkeley out there. University of California, Riverside, has already perfected the ability to put human vaccines into our lettuce right now. He brought this to my attention, and at first it sounds absolutely incredible, right? And then he I mean, produced. One word for it. <laughs> well, then, well, here. But then he produced all the documentation. I, I saw. I googled it after you yeah. read this. Okay. First of all, it's not fully ready yet. Like sure it is. Oh yeah, no, no, no. It is fully ready. Proper dosage versus how many tomatoes that you have to eat, and if you eat too many, do you get a a overdose? What this says is, if if this technology continues to advance, we just want to make sure that we are having uh, transparency in what people are buying at a grocery store. Listen. Here's the deal. Um, it's not advancing. It's there. It works. I, I, I mean, 
with respect to, to reps, uh, Sapicki, uh, and I don't know how to say his name. I'm grateful that he's doing this bill. It's a necessary bill. It's an important bill, but there's a reality. It's already there. This is already in the food supply. If you, it, it, they're putting MRNA in our food supply, they have DNA vaccines that they're using in our food supply. Did you guys know that? They're actually using DNA. I believe salmon are already approved in the United States for certain DNA-based vaccines. They're genetically modifying our food, and it is potentially transmissible. And they've been doing it a long time. And what you learned in Missouri is they said, I mean, the reason why they were fighting so hard against it is they said, oh, man, I mean, then we'd have to label everything, right? That's what they said. It's already happening. It is absolutely already happening. And, you know, you look at this guy, uh, all he's asking is for, you know, so, uh, for, for a label. Labeling. And We're not asking that. for anything other That's than it. labeling. Same thing and we asked for in Missouri. Why are they trying to hide this so much? Mm-hmm. If it's so great, label it, and then maybe you'll sell more of it. Yeah. People will run to the store, right, and get their vaccine. You can eat you your know, COVID Load it up, lettuce. Yeah. Go get your vaccine lettuce. If it's so amazing and it makes us healthier, then label it. It has to be disclosed, but they aren't doing that. They aren't doing that. They aren't studying it. They aren't looking at it. They're covering it up. It's absolutely happening. And it's, you know, uh, and we got the short stack here. The short stack is Woo-hoo. online. Hooray. Yay. Uh, but, you know, she mentioned that it's happening in beef as well. It is absolutely happening in beef. It's happening in pork. mRNA is long since approved in the U.S. for for pork products. They have mRNA in your pork. This stuff is messing with your genes. The cancer explosion is coming. It's not just from from the vaccines. It's from the different ways that we're being exposed to these chemicals. It's a disaster. It's an absolute disaster. So, folks, I'm just going to tell you, we've got to, got to, got to take care and push and get some of the stuff moving on the, uh, the food supply stuff. We just got to make sure there's disclosure. So uh, more news there. I think that's an important and relevant uh, piece of information. Uh, let's move on. Uh, kind of, we've got a lot of stuff today. I mean, literally, I don't know if we, even at the fast pace like this, I don't know if we can get into everything. Um, headline. This is a big one. And this ties in with India, believe it or not. Uh, GOP senders sound alarm over CBDCs propose a bill to ban them. Okay. This is really important. And uh, the reason it's so important is that you have a, uh, you have an anti-cryptocurrency bill right now in Congress, and then you have the CBDC bill in Congress. They, they're two sides, right? So the cryptocurrency is a legitimate alternative to CBDCs, and it's a threat because blockchain-based cryptocurrency is hard to track and trace. It's digital, so it's all the convenience that you get with crypto, but it's also uh, anonymous. It's still, you know, they don't have the track and trace control that they have with CBDCs. The only difference between CBDCs and crypto is that one is controlled, tracked, and traced by the government. One is private. They work the same way in terms of being digital currency. It's just whether you want the government to control you or whether you want the government not to control you. So there's a huge thing. So you've got these two bills. One, uh, in one instance, you've got the government 
trying to push these CBDCs so they can control you. And on the other, you've got private industry creating a digital currency solution that works for people that they can use to for, for other things. This is a huge deal. So Ted Cruz, and I'm kudos to Cruz, right? So, you know, Cruz, he's, he's an arrogant dude. He's not, uh, you know, he's a, he is what he is. Uh, but this is a big win for him. He's a, he's a good dude on this. He's winning the prize on this. And congratulations to him for being a senator with courage because it's hard to do that in, in the Senate. You got Mitch McConnell, the ED leader of the Senate, who if you speak out against his iron fist control, he's going to do everything he can to undermine you. Well, Cruz is, is standing up against the corruption that is ED leader McConnell and uh, you know pushing this anti-CBDC bill. Now, I assure you, Mitch McConnell will not like this bill because this is a direct counter to his World Economic Forum communist buddies at the CCP and elsewhere. Um, but it's a big deal because according to the bill, CBDC Anti-Surveillance State Act would prohibit Federal Reserve from issuing CBDC directly. The Fed would be banned from indirectly issuing CBDC through individu uh, to individuals through financial institutions or other third parties, which is really important because that's what they're doing. Right now, nobody wants CBDC, so what they're going to do is they're going to do digital currencies, but they're going to release them through banks. They're going to have private banks do it, and it's going to be a public-private partnership thing. So this is a very big deal. Um, lots of crypto groups and banking groups are endorsing this bill, which is really big because without this bill, you're going to see, I mean, they're going to do it through this third-party stuff. So we need something like this to happen. Um, and interestingly enough, one of the supporters of this bill, Club for Growth, um, I think that's interesting because I don't, you know, the Club for Growth has not been real good on certain things. But uh, in this one, they're dead right. Uh, the Independent Community Bankers Association is really an American Bankers Association. This is another thing. And guys, I'm going to get into the weeds here on banking. I got banking background. So within banking, you have the big mega banks, uh, you know, the Rothschild type banking empires that run the world. And then you've got your community and your local banks. Your credit unions, your community banks, those are much better. They're, they're not, they're usually, you know, they're, they're decent people just trying to push what they're trying to push. They're controlled completely by the regulatory system. The FDIC uh, is a nightmare. The Fed is horrible. I mean, it's really rough. But what they're doing is they know that these CBDCs, especially if they're issued through a third party, what's going to happen is the Fed, the Fed will partner with JP Morgan Chase or Citi or a couple of these mega, mega, mega banks that they can completely control. And they'll put out this CBDC system where, where they can completely control what you got. It's game over if that wins. We've got to support local banks and local credit unions if we want any chance of surviving uh, you know, this kind of global takeover because it's the local banks and credit unions that uh, that give us the best chance. They, it's going to be harder to partner with every bank and credit union for a CBDC on the planet than it is, uh, you know, to just have a few big ones. But that's what the federal government's trying to do is just have a few big winners and then exclude everybody else. So they'll, they'll try and run these small banks out. And that's why some of these like local bankers associations and credit unions, they really got to get their act together on this. 
by the way, go to TomRens.com. We need your support. We need your backing. We need whatever you can give us. Help us. Help us get the word out on what's going on. Uh, support our new books. Support what we're doing. Share, share, share the Tom Ren Show, the America Out Loud Network. Uh, we, we're very appreciative for everybody that supports us and who continues to do this. You know, the fight for freedom is tough, folks. Nobody likes what we're doing. Democrats don't like us. Republicans don't like us. We're censored everywhere. Basically, you're the ones keeping us alive. So thank you, and please continue to support us. You've all heard Dr. McCullough and others share over and over the value of keeping your sinuses cleansed. It's a smart move all year, but even more so when we're cooped up inside. It's not really open for debate any longer. Those that live smart and live well pay attention to nasal and oral hygiene. Cofix RX has just the tools for the job with our nasal and throat cleanse. Click the Cofix RX banner on AmericaOutloud.shop to get 20% off your entire order. That's right, AmericaOutloud.shop. Use coupon code OUTLOUD. That's coupon code OUTLOUD for 20% off your entire order. Use Cofix RX because it works. Cholesterol, blood pressure, blood sugar, inflammation, and weight. These are all real-world problems that 87% of Americans are struggling with. Often, there are no symptoms, but left unattended, we become inundated with one health problem after another. It's time to fight back with Heal Right. Heal Right is a bar that you eat, but it's food as medicine that addresses the nutritional root cause of health issues in just eight weeks. Developed by world-renowned scientists and backed by 15 years of research, Heal Right is effective, but it's also delicious and works without additional diet or lifestyle changes. Step out of the statistics and use food as medicine. Visit HealRight.com slash OutLoud or AmericaOutloud.shop and use the code OutLoud for 20% off. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. ASEA believes that inside each of us is the potential to feel our very best. Our redox-based products tap into reserves within you to power your personal well-being. Make our breakthrough products an essential step in fulfilling your greatest potential. ASEA. We power potential. For exclusive savings, Use code OUTLOUD to save 15% off your first order today. Moving on, because CBDCs do put people to sleep pretty quickly, I want to tie into a, tie this into a related thing. Yeah, more. I know, more CBDC. Okay. Bill Gates, man boobed himself, Bill Gates. Um, uh, producer Andrea, 
you you are a woman. Um, mm -hmm. Let me ask you. I'm just curious. Uh, do women find man boobs attractive? No. no. Okay, just curious. Um, that that's all I needed. Uh, part of my professionalism here, folks. Just just tolerate me. Um, so Bill Bill Gates, uh, the guy who can cure everything but his man boob symptoms issues, uh, is working in India and he's pushing these uh, digital IDs out there. This is really important. So this is, I want to go to this. Uh, this is DPI, which is a digital public infrastructure, which is pushed for by the World Economic Forum, the U UN, everybody else. They're pushing to have these digital IDs for everybody on the planet by 2030. This is vital, folks. This is vital to understand. What is this? The digital IDs, you know the vaccine IDs? That's it, right? Your vaccine ID, your digital ID, your, your financial ID, your CBDC ID, it's all the same thing. They want to have a unified ID where the governments can track everything you do. Are you vaccinated? Are you traveling? Where are you going? Where are you? What do you do? What do you spend your money on? All of these things, they want to track everything. They will be able to control you completely with this. This is crucial. Equally crucial is the fact that this is talked about in India. Okay, so why does that matter? Let's talk about India. So India is a very, very important country that we don't talk about enough in this country. India is a free nation generally, and uh, they are geographically located in Southeast Asia, right between a lot of Islamic state countries like Iran and communist countries like China. India is also the second most populous country on the planet. And they are a very, very interesting place. Because they are a free nation in the middle of all this tyranny, they are a nation that the United States should be supporting massively. Now, there's obstacles, right? One of the biggest obstacles, I think, probably stems from the culture. Uh, so I clerked in India at the Supreme Court there. It's an interesting place. Culturally, they are as different as can be. Uh, when you go to India for the first time as an American, if you really kind of throw yourselves into the culture stuff, it's really, it's a totally different place. The people are amazing. It's a beautiful country. I love India. They have an immense problem with corruption in India. That's still an issue today. So because of the corruption, you see things like this, and you see guys where Bill Gates and people like that get into their supporting the country. But, um, you know, they still are the closest thing we have to a, a major nation that's free in Southeast Asia. The digital IDs in India are the only way that they'll be able to control the people there. Because India culturally... Like you can go from city to city to place to place and see vastly different cultures, vastly different people. Uh, the only way to, to actually have any control over a place like India is to really kind of standardize control and everything else. So, you know, that's that's what they're trying to do is they want to get control of that populous, uh, that very popular, uh, high population country in Southeast Asia. It's, it's necessary. From a geopolitical standpoint, it's a very important thing that's going on there, and it's going to impact uh, the global stability. Um, 
it, it's really it's a mess over the over there because we have so many of the, these leftists coming in there and using the corruption in the nation as a foundation to put uh, to kind of get their their fingers into it, right? Um, it, we have to support India, and getting these digital IDs over in India means the end of freedom over there. So you know, it's something that yeah, I don't know. It's really important, but it ties in with the CBDC push globally. They need to have every person on this planet slapped with a digital ID. You got to be marked, right? You got to be marked with your digital ID that tracks your vaccine status, who you are, where you are, what you're spending. This is how they control the planet. They can't have outliers. With COVID, one of the things that became real clear is nobody's like me could step up and cause troubles, even for globalists. They got to get rid of the outliers, and the only way to do that is to completely control the whole planet. That means everybody's got to have a digital ID. So, anyways, this is a big deal, and uh, yeah, I would encourage people to understand that we need to. India is a country that our that the United States needs to support. If we want freedom in the in uh, on a global scale, we cannot let the tyrants, whether it be from the Islamic State nutcases uh, in Iran or the CCP-type nutcases in China consolidate power down there. It's just no good. So uh, that's that. Um, we, have, uh, we, we also have uh, some interesting other random things. Uh, this one is something that I have touched on uh, or that, that needs to be discussed. Okay, so this story... Headline, leftist narrative around Dagny Benedict's tragic death begins to crumble under scrutiny. Uh, this is an important story. So Dagny Benedict was a, uh, a reading from the story, as a sophomore at Owasso High School in Tulsa, who allegedly identified as non-binary. Benedict was involved in an altercation with other students and died the next day unexpectedly, right? Uh, so Democrats, leftists, LGBTQ, et cetera, et cetera, um, they, they jump out there and, and, oh, it's anti-LGBTQ bullying and this, that, and other, and it's a fatal fight. And oh my God, uh, Pelosi's out there. She's saying the girl died from a brutal assault and anti-trans fervor fueled by extreme Republicans, right? Um, LGBTQ, TQ, whatever groups, uh, we're talking about, uh, Benedict being attacked over her non-binary identification, and it's obviously extremist anti-LGBTQ. Uh, it, is, it has been nonstop, right? Body cam footage released Friday by the Wasa Police Department shows Benedict readily admit that she was not the target of violence, but rather the initiator of the altercation. What? What? When detailing the alleged bullying, a trio of freshman girls subjected her to, Benedict says in the video that they mocked her clothing choice and laughed, making no mention of any LGBT hostilities. Police have since indicated Benedict did not die as a result of trauma, uh, showing that she actually left the school under her own power. This girl, this is not what happened. It's a lie, folks. This was not an anti-trans bullying thing. This is just kids being kids, a little bullying incident, and the left lied about it. This girl, this uh, this Dagny Benedict, whatever it was, uh, is the one that, that did this. 
it's the one that that did this. It's the one that uh, she's the one that was behind this. She started the fight. But leave it to the left to never let a good story go go to waste, and uh, you know to uh, to do whatever they want to take control of these things. So, anyways, that's that. Um, it's just another illustration of the lies that are our media. Our media cannot tell the truth. The left can't tell the truth. You know, anything they can, they want to keep pushing this stuff. Uh, it, it's really, it's sick. Now, moving on, next story. Uh, this is pretty profound. Donald Trump, right? right. Um, Democrats are changing their mind about Donald Trump. Now, here's what's amazing about that. We know that's true. But notice up here in the corner, Newsweek. Newsweek. What? I got to be honest. This makes me scared. Um, Newsweek is actually talking about Democrats supporting Trump. Uh, what's going on here, folks? What is going on here? Uh, I would expect this. I mean, we know this to be true, but... Uh, opening line of the Newsweek article. Newsweek. Democrats may be changing their minds about former President Donald Trump ahead of the 2024 presidential election, according to a new poll. Trump has long received low marks from Democrats who have opposed him on a wide range of issues, including immigration, abortion rights, and the economy. But the Harvard-Harris-Caps poll released this week found Democrats' general approval of the former president has risen since he left office. Uh, this is a huge deal, right? Trump continues to hold substantial polling lead in the primary race over, you know, leftist Nikki Haley. No kidding. Um, he he's uh, favored to win everything in the nomination, uh, and is polling great against Biden. Twenty nine percent of Democrats said they either somewhat or strongly approved of the job Donald Trump did as president. What? Twenty nine percent of Democrats. I thought Joe Biden got more votes than anyone in history. How is this possible? Um, folks, 29% of Democrats support Trump uh, and you know pretty much you know 99% of Republicans minus the Nikki Haley rhinos, which are really a non-existent issue. I mean, he's not just going to win the election. It's going to be, I mean, I don't know how they're going to steal it. I don't know how they can steal this election from him. I really don't. It's it's that big of a deal. Um, now, this represents a shift from the January 2020 when the Harvard-Harris poll did the same question. And uh, at then, only 14% of Democrats. That's a 15% swing. This is huge. 15% on the Democrat side. That is mind-blowing. Uh, Trump spokesman said more and more Americans are realizing their lives were better under President Trump, especially as they suffer through crooked Joe Biden's record high inflation, open border crime and chaos. President Trump will make America safe, strong and prosperous again. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, Biden has seen low poll numbers. No kidding. Biden. I mean, this whole thing, this is a news week. Uh, only 11% of Republicans said they approve of Biden's performance. 29% of Democrats like Trump. Think about that. 39% of independents uh, say that they like Biden. 39 
of independence. Biden is absolutely getting his ass kicked, which is good and makes total sense. So this is a, this is a thing, and this is something that we really have to watch because what does this mean? Well, you know, there's a lot of talk about whether Biden will actually be the nominee. And I'm going to be real honest with you. There are people out there, oh, there's no chance they're going to run him again. And there's people, oh, it's definitely, I don't know. And I'm going to be honest with you. Anybody who says that they know for sure is full of crap. Nobody knows what's going to happen here. I mean, there may be some insiders, but there's no definitive evidence out there either way. I don't know what's going to happen. Would Could they run Gavin Newsom or uh, uh, the big penis haver, Big Mike? I don't know. I mean, they could, um, you know, that's, it's not beyond the, uh, I mean, could they run big Mike? I mean, here, here, hold on here. Um, could this be the Democrat? Uh, yeah, this is big Mike dancing on, uh, on, uh, Ellen. I thought this was a, a great video. We're going to start this again. Um, could this be the potential Democrat nominee? I mean, we even got producer Andrea bopping along on this. It's kind of fun, right? It's fun to look at Mike's jump. Watch it bounce. Watch it bounce out of the band. What's bouncing out there? What the hell is that? Mike drop. Mike drop. Now, there's a mic dropping, all right. Good, good. Big Mike, you think there's something bouncing around in the front of his hand. I love this reaction. That's the penis. Could Big Mike actually be, could they actually run this clown for the Democrat nomination? <laughs> God, I love this video. I have kept this video for so long because it's literally one of my favorites ever. Um, I can't prove, folks, that Big Mike has a penis. Uh, or that Michelle Obama is actually a dude, but uh, I like gonna... I like that you called him big. I think you just said big penis, Mike. You just gave it like a new. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, Mike's big got penis, Mike. In his pants. <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day, the question is. Are they going to drop uh, drop uh, Biden and, and run Newsom or Big Mike? I don't know, and I don't think anybody else does either. Um, but Trump's polling real well, and there's I don't think it's going to be possible to steal this election. Uh, uh, someone actually made a comment in the feed. I haven't been able to watch the feed real careful today, but uh, is who's actually running the presidency now? Well, it sure as hell ain't Biden. Um, <laughs> no. I, I saw a really funny shirt today. I told, uh, I literally saw in one of my, you know, you get the advertisements on your different feeds and uh, someone had a, uh, a picture of Joe Biden with the caption, who shit my pants? <laughs> uh, no, he is absolutely not running thing. Obama said he wanted a second term, so he's got it. Um, but, but with that said, and going back to Trump, this is why, again, being in the political consulting world, the people you have around you is critical. I mean, it's not just your family and your wife and your closest no. advisors. It's everyone that you bring into your cabinet, right? Everyone that comes in to work for you. And yep. so that's something that still for me with Trump is an issue 
he needs to trust the people next to him and he needs to bring in all the good guys that are going to do the hard work. And I guess that's where I'm frustrated with, um, you know, he listened to Fauci once. So yeah. <laughs> I need to know who this man's trusting and know that we're, you know, whoever he's bringing in is going to clean up and do what needs to get done. Well, and I think you and a lot of other people are on the same page with that. I mean, listen, you you know, I love that he's putting Laura Trump in and uh, getting her involved with mm -hmm. RNC. I think that's yeah. spectacular because I think she's good and I think you can trust her. But, mm -hmm. you know, he's got a bunch of he's got some people around him who are bad actors. We know this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the question is, you know, it, how much is he listening to them? What's he doing? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, yeah, I do. Con I am concerned about that aspect of it, but. I guess yeah. time will tell. And at the end of the day, uh, if Trump's in office, it can't be worse. It's going to be better than what it is now. So, Amen. Uh, we don't, uh, he's certainly the best choice we have for this election. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I think he as an individual does a great job. You just got to make sure he's got the right people around him. He really needs to can all the mainstream people and just surround himself with MAGA. Yeah, uh, if you're, if you're, absolutely. if you, if you aren't MAGA, you should be gone courage. He needs to surround himself with people who have courage to stand up for what's right. If someone can't speak the truth or they're too scared about what it's going to mean to their image, get him the hell out of there. Angels to Earth just said uh, Trump's biggest assets are the people. Exactly. Damn right they are. Damn mm -hmm. right they are. Mm -hmm. Not the political class, not the big mm -hmm. pushers. It's we the people. Mm -hmm. And that's who he's got to stay focused on because that's his win, right? Mm -hmm. Um. God bless you. Uh, see, we had a very professional uh, mute there. For a second. I had a little bit of a <laughs> yeah, sneeze. You had a sneeze. I did. I did. Um, you know, these things do happen when you're doing you know, a lot of media. Mm -hmm. You don't realize that uh, you know you're still a human being, and you know, sometimes <laughs> you cough. Uh, all right. Uh, headline: CIA built 12 secret bases in Ukraine and waged shadow war for the last decade, according to New York Times report. Uh, I've got this and I've got the Times report. And this is really a big deal, folks, because for all you people that love the Nazis in Ukraine, and I don't imagine that's anybody listening to me, uh, but there are a lot of Nazi-loving Ukraine supporters out there that uh, keep telling me how great Zelensky is, and they hang. There's still idiots out there with Ukrainian flags hanging, which is just absolutely phenomenal to me that anybody could be that stupid. Uh, but the CIA's been over there, and they've been poking Russia and screwing with Russia for over over a decade. They've been supporting the Nazis in the Ukraine for over a decade. And, uh, you know, Russia says, hey, we're tired of it. And they, uh, so they, they take some steps against Ukraine. And by the way, uh, along with these secret bases that the CIA built, I wonder if that, that means, are we now willing to acknowledge the bioweapons labs in Ukraine? Because they were there too. I've got the screenshots from the Ukrainian, uh, the American embassy in Ukraine talking about them. Um, folks. The CIA and the DOD are at war with the American people. They're at war with freedom. They're trying to take over the world and consolidate power under them. And, uh, yeah, I've documented this extensively. I've talked about this extensively. Uh, but this is just the next thing, right? Uh, th we've got the CIA and DOD over there. They've been involved in this from the beginning. They are as corrupt as can be. And they are the problem. That's where... Yeah. 
people miss in this country. No. But the but the discernment of the people, are you listening to who the CIA and the FBI and the government is telling you to support? Or are you actually doing the research and talking to people? I mean, our world is so connected. It's I'm only saying this because I'm aggravated just watching social media over the last couple months where we have all these, you know, young people, you know, Palestine, Israel, right? Yeah. <laughs> and now and Ukraine, Russia. How, first of all, how are you so confident in what's really going on there unless you really know? And oh. who are you trusting to give you the truth on it? If you're listening to who the CIA tells you or our giant government who's creating most of these issues and the, and the you know, military industrial complex, then you might have a problem. Like in my generation, we had Rage Against the Machine, right? Well. <laughs> like F the man. I have a hard time where it's like, who do you think the man is? Why are all these young university age people being brainwashed so easily? They're like, oh, well, Biden told me that it's all we need to give money to Ukraine. So we should. Yeah. Yay. Yay, Ukraine. Yeah. What the heck is going on? Ukraine that literally allows Nazis in their military and supports Nazis. I mean, it's yeah. unbelievable. And, you know, the real thing that's amazing to me is you got a lot of the hippie peaceniks that became professors from, you know, the 60s exactly. generation. Mm -hmm. And these are the guys that are supporting the military-industrial complex exactly. now. Exactly. Biden I keep and saying the Democrats that. are the yeah. military-industrial complex, yep. along with I keep, the rhinos. I keep saying the whole F the man thing somehow got really twisted. And then now it's like even like Green Day and all these bands that I listened to growing up, they're yeah. like, super pro-vax, everyone needs to get their vax to go to their shows, listen to the government, do what do what Big Brother tells you to do. Where yeah. the heck did the the rebels go? <laughs> like, no, there aren't any. All of a sudden, all of a sudden being patriotic, uh, we're, we're the rebels. And and again, yeah. I go back to that Bill Burr stand-up where he goes, you know, conservatives are really confusing because they're like, oh, I'm not going to get the vaccine because I don't trust the government. But whoa, government. No, no, no. Our whole point is get the government out of my freedoms. The government's gotten out of control. It's tyrannical. You know, so again, who's who are the who are the ones fighting for for limited government and freedom? Who, uh, and it's a, it's where's a the discernment? Yeah. I, I mean it's unbelievable, but mm -hmm. it's a disaster and uh you know we're just gonna have to keep going. But and it, yeah, we, we will. We'll keep fighting. I mean we're making progress. A lot more people are waking up and uh mm -hmm. you know, that's spectacular. And in, in fact, speaking of people waking up, uh, let's be, let's talk about another Biden fail, right? Headline, Biden frantically backpedals on electric vehicles. Okay. Uh, Subheading, uh, it turns out winning 2024 is more urgent than climate change. That's because climate change is garbage. It doesn't exist outside of, uh, and, and, uh, you know, a few people's bank accounts and wallets enter oh, Al Gore. Grumpy Greta. You're going to make Greta cry today. Oh, I know. Grumpy Aww. Greta. Hmm. You know, they take, the, they take the brain damaged little girl and manipulate her <laughs> entire life. And now she's a, just a nutcase. And Al Gore um, said I was going to, we were all going to die like 2015. 2015. <laughs> yeah. The world ended in 2015. It was past. Remember the <laughs> hockey stick? It's over, sister. Um, you're okay. You know, the reason you didn't notice is because you live in Reno. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sure it's because of the electric vehicles that I'm still alive, right? All the Teslas in my neighborhood. That's yeah. That's it. Yeah. There are a lot of there. Are, you know, there are a lot of Teslas out in your neck of the woods. Yeah. We have a uh, Tesla factory nearby. That explains it. Well, yeah. yeah. 
So, you know, Biden's pushing all these electric vehicles. Well, um, you know, without the UAW and some of the big unions, Biden is screwed. <laughs> and uh, guess what? The UAW and a lot of these unions are all getting fired now because there's, yeah, they're, they're just, uh, nobody wants electric vehicles. Of course, you know, I mean, reports 50, 50, 70 grand for a vehicle that nobody wants. And then a few years later, you got to buy a battery, uh, batteries mm-hmm. for another 20 grand. I mean, you got to charge these things. They don't work. <laughs> you I mean, can't just- go more than like two hours in your car. I mean, I had a, I had a client that wanted me to go to a, a dinner that was only, it's in Sacramento. So like two hours from me, he couldn't take his brand new Tesla because it wouldn't get there and back. He asked me to take my gas guzzler. And I was like, well, how many times do you have to pull over and, you know, charge these things? Like, what are you talking about? I mean, it's hysterical. People who drive from Reno to Las Vegas, a lot of them get stranded in the middle of the desert. And then if they don't, they're stopping every two and a half, three hours to charge. Well, it's funny to me. For anybody that doesn't know about the geography of Nevada, <laughs> it's a big uh, state. Driving from Reno to Las Vegas means you're crossing a lot of space that you do not want to get stuck in. <laughs> no. <laughs> and uh, you better uh, have a gun, and you better have a, a gas-powered vehicle. Yeah, I just <laughs> I don't know, um, but it's real shame uh, that that's not going. But. Uh, the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, you know, the one that the Republicans allowed to pass and all this stuff, and all this stuff, it's just, it's garbage. It's all garbage. It's, it was meant to fail, and it's, it, is, it is failing. It's absolutely awful. All right. Um, I, I, I'm not sure what to say about this headline, but here you go. <laughs> Female inmate forced to bunk with masturbating tranny who raped daughter. I mean, really? Really? First of all, I mean, the pictures speak for themselves, but but let's talk about this. Uh, this female inmate, yeah, she's she's properly in jail, right? I mean, this is in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And uh, this this woman's in there for uh, possession of narcotics and bail jumping. So you got a girl who's doing some drugs and skips out on her bail and she goes to jail, right? And she's saying, oh, another stint, because she's probably, yeah, from the sound of this, sounds like someone who's probably been, you know, in and out of trouble with the law more than once. I don't know that for sure. But uh, is she good? Yeah, going back to jail, be another, you know, at least they get fed for a month, whatever. She gets put in jail, and then she looks over, and her roommate is a masturbating tranny. <laughs> so. Uh, apparently uh, her bunkmate is got, got some real issues. Uh, she ends up, uh, she actually ends up, you know, complaining and, and, uh, they end up moving her to psychiatric services unit because, uh, yeah, they, no one knows what to do with this sort of a situation. And, uh, the, the, the woman who was in jail with the tranny said, you know, I'd rather be in the psych ward than deal with the, the masturbating pervert in my cell. So no one knows what to do. How about if you have a dick, you're not in the female ward. Like uh, well, what, what is happening? This, you know, this one, I don't know. This one may not have a dick. This one may have the, the dick removal surgery. Um, I'm not sure, but regardless, I mean, if you're willing to get your wiener cut off, you got some issues. Right? Oh my goodness. 
I mean, this is this is just. I, I'm sorry if you're willing to mutilate your own genitalia, you've got issues. So yeah, no one wants to be bunking with you. I'm sorry, you just don't. And I, I can't. I if, as I recall, uh, uh, so uh, Mark Campbell is the is I believe the the name of the tranny. Campbell is 52 years old, 5'9", 225. Mm. Um, he's in jail for sexually assaulting his daughter. Uh, her, whose little brother would sometimes come in the room while it was happening. Oh, my uh, he, His daughter was 10, by the way. Oh. Um, I mean... I don't know, folks. I know this is wrong to say, but maybe some people you just shoot. I mean, can you? No, that's not right. I'm not advocating that. Uh, I'm not. I don't advocate violence, and everybody deserves a chance to reform. But Jesus Christ, what what in God's name is going on here? Uh, I mean, raped a ten year old. Mm, your their their daughter. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. disgusting. There's a certain level of like morality, and we talked to Charity Lynch about this yesterday, and she said there's just certain things you go to, and it's like there, you, there's no coming back from that. No, you know, raped your own child, and with the with the prison stuff, I mean, we we talked about it. Um, we were talking about Riley Gaines, and you know, all the stuff going on with women's sports. It's like, is there a do we have to make like a special classification? just for these people because they can't be forced a transgender person can a man biological man cannot be put into the women's prison i'm sorry it's causing a lot of problems there's been rape there's been women being uh impregnated i mean there's a lot of cases of this that cannot happen and then like the same the other way so like what do you do do you have to create a whole new segment of society because they've been creating these lunatic mental disorders. I mean, this stuff was like less than 1% in our society. And now it's grown to be what 15% or something. Again, I don't have the numbers. People can look that up, but how, how much this is growing is absolutely a result of it being groomed and taught and encouraged in our society. And now we're dealing with the, the repercussions of that. Yep. It's disgusting. Well said. Well said, and uh, I'm gonna. I want to get this in real quick before we call her call her a day today, and we're coming up on our break. So I want to show you this. This, well, this speaks for itself. The one thing that unites all of them, because there's many different groups orbiting Trump, but the thing that unites them as Christian nationalists, not Christians, by the way because Christian nationalist is very different, mm -hmm. is that they believe that our rights as Americans, as all human beings, don't come from any earthly authority. They don't come from Congress. They don't come from the Supreme Court. They come from God. Folks. Amen. Um, this is the Declaration of Independence. Allow me to read this to you. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator, which is God, with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted amongst men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That 
Whenever any form of government becomes destructive to these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and to institute a new government, laying its foundation on principles and organizing powers in such form as to, to them shall seem most likely to affect the safety and happiness. Our founding fathers knew that our rights come from God and that the job of government is to secure them. If it isn't, we get rid of that government. Folks, this freaking buffoon right here literally just said that the, uh, apparently hasn't read the Declaration of Independence. But I'm just going to tell you right now, for me and my family, and for anybody else out here that's in my troop, we do know that our rights do come from God. The right to life, the right to liberty, the right to the pursuit of happiness. They are inalienable and they come from God. We will fight till the bitter end and we will fight to abolish any government that would get in the way of those rights and reconstitute it so as that we can live in peace with the law and with the government. But I have news for you, whatever this buffoon's name is. These rights come from God they're not given to me by a government, and I will stand, I will fight, I will die for those rights, for those rights for myself and for my kids. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you all listening. Support us at TomRens.com. Share the Tom Renz Show, the America Out Loud Network, everywhere you can. We appreciate. Share, share, share. Have a great day. <laughs>